Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Unconfined Podcast. We're back. We're back. And okay, we, so we know just you missed us. <laughs> totally. Mom. <laughs> Welcome back, Mom. <laughs> and Mary, my mother-in-law, she <laughs> listens to. <laughs> but she's also my mom, so... <laughs> Uh, oh thanks for listening okay we're back so okay so just let me um bring everybody up to speed (laughs) so annie and i went to do a podcast because we love to laugh we laugh together we have fun we love talking um we want to um just connect with women in their houses and in their homes especially over the pandemic who have been lonely and just lacking community friendship so let's do a podcast all right so then the problem is annie and i want to do so much with the podcast why are you looking at me like that (laughs) we wanted to do do so so much. much and so we kind of got in over our heads a little bit um going into really deep topics that were requiring us to do a lot of research and while that was really good we also were missing the the more lighthearted and um day-to-day interactions yeah so we have found a really good balance i think we've taken some time to step back to reassess find a healthy rhythm for our family for this Um, And so we're excited to do – we have a direction, a clear direction now with where we want to go with podcasts, and we have a clear direction on some ministry um, projects that we want to be working on as well. So we say all that to say we're back, and we're just going to start talking about growing up in purple country because we – this is one of the topics that we are passionate about talking to you all about. Obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, Kinsey, just to like start us off, I'm really curious. Like, how often do you think about the fact that you grew up in a different country? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Like, is that something you don't think about every day? No, I, I do. I think okay. about it every day. And I wanted to know if I was weird. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to say, am I weird? Like, is that no, no thing? Okay, yeah, every day. Most most of every day I think about it, especially in the winter in Wisconsin, which is like nine months out of the year. <laughs> yes. Because every stinking day I'm like, I grew up in the tropics. I do not belong <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> So, I, yeah, every day. I also have a yeah. tattoo um, with the oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philippine National Symbol on my neck. Mm. So, also, every day, <laughs> think about it. <laughs> oh, what's that on my neck? Oh, <laughs> the Philippines. <laughs> I also have a son named Manila. So, <laughs> I also think about that. <laughs> Got a lot I of reminders. I to my children, so that's another thing. <laughs> There you go. What a disappointment I am. <laughs> you know, three words. No, um, so yeah, I think about it every day. I think, which, which is maybe important for some people to realize. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily 
so they just know us so well. But I, in in general, missionary kids or um, uh, people they know that have grown up overseas is yeah. it affects them every single day, yeah. whether they lived there as a child, whether they lived there as a teenager, or into adulthood. And um, they that person, yeah, you don't just live in a country for several years and then move away and then. Done. this country yeah yeah um so there you go people yeah you know and <laughs> <laughs> I I think about it a lot like I think about it every day also and as I like grow up and think about it more in different perspectives yeah from uh from like living there and be like this is my home to moving to back to the states as a teenager and being like, I don't know where my home is. And now looking looking back and be like, obvi- like obviously the States is my home, but is like, it that's a huge part of my life, you know? Yeah, for me, I, I would consider the States like what I consider home. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's a that's a whole like we're going down a whole road there with being like the the I think as missionary kids, I think as kids who grew up in a different country, I would assume most of us have that itch to travel or that itch mm-hmm. to like constantly be like adventurous in a way, mm-hmm. you know? So I wouldn't necessarily say that where I currently live is my home, home, home. I don't know if I have one, you know, yeah. but I would say most of my years have been in America now and I would consider the country to be, my home, I guess. Hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, would you consider the Philippines to be your home? Yes. Okay. Speak Hands on that. down. Really? I would consider the Philippines <laughs> to be my home. Well, like why? You, you've lived in the States most of your life. Um, but not, I would say, in my very formative years where I was establishing my first of everything. Mm. Like, you think of being a child and you're like, how do people interact? How do, how does one, I mean, as a child, you're taking, you're not saying these things, but you're literally, you're thinking these things. How yeah. does one interact with another human being? Oh, like this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. How does another person dress? Oh, like this. How does another person tra- travel? Trans- daily transportation like this what kind mm. of food do they eat like you're taking in all of that for the very first time in your entire life yeah and everything that you take in looks a certain way which was yeah. for us in the philippines and so for me that's the homiest that's the most comfortable that's the first thing i ever saw and it's also very much my personality where I, i'm a very um I don't like change. I like things to be the same. Um, mm-hmm. Like my friends. I I mean, every. I just, I don't, it's hard for me to take in new, um, what am I trying to say? I'm a loyalist, I guess. And so the first way I see something, I tend to be more attached to it. And so I'm very, feel very loyal to the Philippines. Um, yeah. And also, I think going back as in a as a teenager, 
And as a young adult, it's continued to reinforce. Like I didn't just, Mm. it's not like I haven't been there in so Mm. long that I wouldn't even recognize it anymore. It's like, well, I I kept going back um, as a teenager. And then I went there with Luke, got engaged there. So it's like continued to be a special part of my life. And then I got to share that with my boyfriend who became my fiance there. And then I've been back married and uh, with Kylan. And so then it's like, I got to be there with my kid and show him. And, and I've had the people in my life that I've known since I was three, like they've met my kid and the, the, you know, my, yeah, yeah. Right. Like my Ate, she, um, who raised me? Well, you know what I mean? Mom raised me, but she also, (laughs) raised me yeah yeah she had At some the, really important <laughs> really important role in our lives yeah so. and yeah. then like she met my kid and she mm. it, so there's just something for me that it's it's always felt like I was coming back home yeah um which is so funny a stranger when I mm-hmm. think about like our like the differences even though we are sisters and we grew up in the same place right it's, yeah like it's and you're it's gonna say something because... totally different <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, but here, here's where like, I am different than you in the sense that like, I love not going, I guess, like, I don't need things to be the same. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, when I've lived in 11 different houses, you know, I've lived in um, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five states, two countries. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's which is a little more than you you've you've lived in a lot of places but mm-hmm. i think it's a little bit more than you and so wh- like how i tend to look at it and this is not i'm not saying this is the right way this, i'm just saying like this is how i look at it is i'm like okay here's like that was that box that was that box that was that box you know because it's like how do you, yeah. how do you deal with 11 different houses you know and mm. so it's like and you so learned to me, separate them yeah i think i did you know and and not, I don't necessarily think it was, it's always healthy to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that growing up overseas, you know, oh, I was reading this, um, me and Kenzie follow this person on Instagram. It's called like the third culture, culture kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And TCK. one of, one of the things that like really stood out to me was, um, it said, um, you're really jealous of people who had lifelong friends. Yeah. You know? And that yeah. was one slide that, like, stung me to the core. Because Same. when when Trenton talks about his growing up, he had friends from the time he was four. And he lived in the same house until he was done with college. That's crazy to me. Like, I, I can't, know, even, I can't, imagine. Fathom. I like, can't even imagine. I can't even imagine doing that. What? And even – even how Kinsey, you're saying you had friends since you were three. I don't know if I keep, I don't keep a relationship with anyone from like that stage, you know, especially when I was three, <laughs> like I have no friends mm. for the Philippines and I was six when we moved. Do you know what I mean? And so, mm. and it's like, I'm like, Oh, I talked to you when I live here. I talked to you when I live oh, here. I, I talked to you. And it's hard for me to like, cross those lines I would say and and I think that I don't know I don't I don't know why it's so different for me you know because I I've been back to the Philippines but I've only been back twice and so 
Um, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting to me that we could grow up in the same place, but have like different experiences. But I think that there are things that are the same, like wishing that was the same, like growing up with people and experiencing life with people. Because even though I have friends from when I was three, I don't have memories with them growing up from three up. It's like there's huge gaps, right? huge gaps, huge gaps that we've missed the most monumental things in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. You come back, Mm -hmm. oh, you're married. You come back, oh, you have a kid. Like, you know. Yeah. But there was something about that quote that was like, yeah, that's like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to grow up with the same, like, five friends being there for all of the things. Yeah. All of the phases of life. <laughs> and in the same neighbor. <laughs> yeah. But it would be weird. Grow up that way. And it's not bad. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to shame that no. either. We're just like, it's we're... foreign to our minds. Yeah. It, it, like, there's a part of me that's envious of that, you know, in the sense yeah. that. That'd be really cool to have experienced these things with the same person, you know? Yeah. Um, which, which I tell Trenton all the time. I'm like, we've been, we've been married almost eight years now and he is the longest friend I've ever had, you know? And thanks. We've been friends for nine years. Okay, my sister, <laughs> Not my friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you replaced me with Sally Clarkson. <laughs> Kizzy oh, had her my hero. Friends. Yes. Kizzy yes. had her hero follow her on Instagram and she's freaking yes, out about she it. Friended me on Instagram. My jaw <laughs> dropped. I was like, what? She wants to be my friend. <laughs> All right, back. Back. All right, I'm back. All right. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. Um, mm. and so it's it's funny to me to be like Oh, I'm 29 and my longest friend is my husband. Yeah, because you do see people post on Instagram and stuff and they're like, you know, my BFF of like 20 years. <laughs> what? Like, hey, I met you two years ago. <laughs> Best friend. Dorby, if you're listening, I love you and you have been my friend for 24 yeah. years. Yeah. But it's pretty it's, cool. Which is amazing. And that's because of technology and David. Yeah. But I don't know if he listens to this. And you know, but it's just different because <laughs> we missed each other's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking um, of technology, can we talk about how insane our parents were? Talk about us? it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. Our parents, it was 1997, right? Yeah. 1987 when we moved to the <laughs> Philippines, there was nothing. There was nothing. Like, yeah. we didn't, we didn't no dial up the first, like, We didn't have a phone bit. for years. Like, a home yeah. phone for years. Well, no, we did. We did. But, like, we were kids. So, like, we never used it. Oh. I but it was it in, like, like, two years or something to get no, a phone. Oh, maybe it did. I know it was in mom and dad's, like, back office in the It did. I, it took, like, two years. Okay. Either way, we had we had nothing, and and the first time we went over, we stayed for three years. So our parents didn't see their parents for years. We had they th- their parents came and visited one time during that time each, but in general, they didn't see 
I mean, that is insane to me to like move your little kids See, across the country. But for me, or the it world. was like it was so normal. Yeah. And when you grow up as with that as your example, it almost feels like the way everybody else does it is wrong. Like I kind of had yeah. that mindset. Yeah. Not that I was judging people. I wasn't like like, oh, you're a horrible person because you didn't leave all your family <laughs> behind and go to country. But I did. <laughs> like, I wasn't. I really liked those people and my, my friends, like, parents. But there was also this sense of, like, well, my parents did it differently. So maybe it, you know, and, and there, when you're a kid, you don't question like what your parents are oh, doing. Oh no, I didn't question it at all. And so like you kind of were like, well, years. that's the way it should be. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden, yeah. you're in our shoes and you're married and you have kids and you're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> I could not imagine <gasps> not seeing you or mom for that long. Like that and would see, without being able to talk. Luke and I still want to live internationally, but yeah. exactly. It's so different now with FaceTime yeah. and Marco yeah. Polo and Instagram. So, yeah, our parents are crazy. That's our point. That's yeah. the point of this whole podcast. <laughs> no, they're, they're awesome. I think that they are the bravest, most and they, strongest they thrived. people. And yeah. you can only do that when mm-hmm. your foundation is not yeah. on anything or anybody in this world. Yep. But on God. Yep, exactly. But growing up. In a third world country. I think I was trying to make a point to all our listeners and then you had to interrupt me. My so bad. let me encourage <laughs> you all. Here's your sermon for the day, but not because I'm a woman. <laughs> um, is, is your foundation built on Can you say it? And anything. Other than, Other than God. God, could you? Could you? Not that you have to. Maybe you should. I don't know. But if you picked up and moved your life, like, would you be okay? Mm-hmm. Be honest. It's an interesting thought, you know. Are you and asking I think, me? No, <laughs> I, I don't like, think. Yeah, I'll move. <laughs> I don't think God calls everybody to do that. I think something I've yeah. learned about as I've like tried to get international my whole life is that there is beauty in staying and there, mm. there is times that God does call certain people to stay and be faithful. And I'm really thankful for those people. So yeah. even though yeah. we grew up and, and are used to that lifestyle of moving and doing big moves and travel, I do want to say I have so much respect for people who are just obedient to their calling from mm-hmm. God that, stay and and yeah. just an example of that because like there's so many but just an example of that is mark sigma like because he stayed has stayed in saint charles and i you can see the fruit of like what god's done yeah through somebody who has remained faithful to him and stayed um in that area that god's called them to and that that encourages has encouraged me so much as i felt like god has called us to stay in America mm. um, at least thus far. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Annie. So um, what is – is there a if, – if, I don't know. What's an interesting memory or story you have of being in a third world country that somebody might laugh about? 
Like, what oh, is my normal goodness. to you that is so not normal here? Where where to begin? I'm, I'm oh curious. My I don't know what you're going to say. <sighs> my goodness. I've um, got a couple. I think flooded. the thing that... I don't know. Like, I guess... <laughs> there's so many <laughs> um I like there's so many like we used to have cows on our roads right and like chickens right. and one time I was crawling on a sewer pipe which would be insane to do that in America but like here I am crawling over people's no we were pee. playing we were playing we were playing with <laughs> all the neighborhood children in yeah. the sewer we're all <laughs> completely <laughs> clueless that it was everybody's yeah that or, or even Poop. like the fact that like we lost electricity every day or every other day and we made it into games like yeah oh, we can't see so let's play and go see in the dark you know and this is awesome and anybody who knows our mom can totally picture that right yeah. now like right yes, the lights are off let's go you know and it's like when we lose electricity here we're like this is so annoying this is horrible and, like... when are we oh i gotta reset the microwave <laughs> <laughs> There's so oh the oven's a minute off, (laughs) (laughs) or the fact that like I legitimately did not wear shoes (laughs) until high school. Ever I was I was forced. (laughs) No, and um, like did you ever wear shoes in the Philippines? I mean, I've always loved shoes, so I feel yeah, like I no. did. I but did not. No. And it was embarrassed. I, <laughs> I was didn't. legitimately embarrassed the first time it hurt to walk on rocks because my feet got yes. soft from like, wearing shoes in the States when we moved back. And we moved in the winter, so we had to wear boots. And that summer, when it hurt to walk on rocks because my feet weren't callous walk anymore. walk of shame. It was it – was, I was – embarrassed oh here's another one sorry I can shut up at any I time. love this, Just coming this off. is fun I didn't know that I wasn't okay I just assumed I was super tan and that was like my normal color I didn't know I could burn because in the Philippines you didn't burn very much because you were always in the sun all day every day and so you were just always tan and I didn't know that I That's could, a sad realization. I was legitimately That would like, be devastating. I, don't, I remember the Not first time tan. I got sunburned. I told everyone, I was like, I don't burn. Why are <laughs> What's you wrong using with your sunscreen? Skin? I don't use sunscreen. And then <laughs> I didn't burn. It was so sad. Yeah, that is sad. Yeah. Did you, you don't know? You didn't have that? <laughs> okay, what's, uh, what, what's, what's one or ten for you? Um, just like things that were normal for me that other people would find funny. Um, my favorite food was balut. Oh, it was like fish eyes? Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, it was always like the who gets the fish eyes. Um, (laughs) I got the fish eyes. Actually, funny story. Okay, this is kind of connects, kind of doesn't. So, you know, we eat fish all the time. You just eat what you eat. And we were just pretty much raised that way from the very beginning. Like, you got to eat this culturally really offensive if you didn't so um I have to say that really came in handy as as an adult <laughs> I mean was I I was an adult but I was like young I don't know I was like 18 19 I was in Ecuador 
and we were in the jungle and I was at a girl's like hut house thing. And, um, they gave me an entire fish to eat. And I was just like, I got this. Like I was trained for this. Like it was cold. I am prepared. Didn't want to eat it, but I was like, give me those eyes, baby. Like, I will not offend you. Frog e- frog legs, please. Like, bring this it is, on. This is toddler food. So, <laughs> baby food. So um so yeah, food. I snacked on balut. And that basically people would walk down. Can you explain our... what Balut is? I will is. get there. Okay. People would walk down our street and they'd sell it. And we'd like, or I'd, I don't know who all did it, um, would run out you. and like buy some <laughs> me. And it's like, well, egg has been fertilized like in the ground. And it's like, like hardly grown egg. Yeah, it's like you were like you're basically eating. Yeah, like mm-hmm. once I was eating it, and I was like, "Mom, what's that crunchy stuff?" And she's like, "Oh, it's behind <laughs> the bones, or it's like the feathers, or something." And I was like, "What?" So, um, I didn't need that anymore after I found out <laughs> I was chewing a bird's beak in my mouth. But I love that snack, and you know here. Kids eat like popsicles <laughs> and like juice boxes. <laughs> so that was different. I didn't eat that growing up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I ate balut, a lot of it. <laughs> what else um, was like normal? I'm trying to think. Oh, um, rats. So we had like rats <laughs> on our roof. <laughs> and I totally. Like, that's – we just had rats on our roof. Like, it was no big deal. And we would go up because, like, our, our roofs were flat in the Philippines. And so we would, like, run around on our roofs, our roof, and uh, play. Like, we had fun. Like, it was no big deal. Like, we knew there were rats. Like, because, like, as soon as we get down, it would be dark out. It would be like – and mom would be like, oh, there's a rat down. we're like, yeah, there's rats. And then we'd, like, go up and play there. And – I've also just learned people don't play on their roofs in America. So that's just the first thing. I guess I could have just said that. Like, that's different. Um, you know. I get reported. <laughs> there, you I know. Think, and, yeah. Sorry. Keep going. You're good. Go ahead. No, I that, like, for some reason, that reminded me of, I think, on a more, like, serious note, is one thing – that's really different growing up overseas versus, and and I could be wrong. Like I could be totally wrong because I don't know what it's like to grow up in one place, but we were always out of place in a sense. So like we were definitely the, the like minority, like we were mm-hmm. one of like five, especially at that time. Yeah. There's, at that time, more now. we were like, yeah. One of like, five non-Filipino families, you know, located yeah. there. And then um, the other the other thing is, like, when we moved back to the States, I didn't know anyone else who had grown up in a different country. You know, they had all grown up. Mm. Like, all of our friends and, you know, kids had all grown up in the same place. So we were, we were always, like, I, I always felt like I was a few steps behind, like, trying to catch up with, 
whoever, wherever I was. And and you may not have felt that way, but like I felt that way because mm. I just didn't have the, either the social skills for like the location that I was at, mm. or I didn't have the cultural skills for the place that I was at, or I wore, I definitely wore the wrong clothes for the high school that I went to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what to wear. <laughs> I still don't know what to wear. You know, like people were like, go to Hollister. And I was like, okay, first off, what is that? You know, like I don't have any idea. We went to the one mall that (laughs) this is really funny. So in Bible class in seventh grade, when we were in America, um, we had to write down, I've always remembered this, and I've never told anybody this. We had to write down on the like what was it was like you had I don't remember what point of the year it was but we had to reflect on our first day of school (laughs) what did you wear on your first day of school and I was of course embarrassed by what I actually wore so I totally like made it up and I was like oh I wore my sequin flats and these jeans and and I wrote and I wore a Hollister (laughs) <laughs> because i thought it was like a t- like it was like a shirt but the it shirt was like a type of shirt i didn't understand that it was like a brand like hol- so i thought it was like a type of like you know a tank top oh like i wore goodness. a hollister and anyway it just always made me laugh and i've never shared that i wore a hollister <laughs> i wore a hollister i remember <laughs> what i wore to my first day of high school i'm not gonna share it <laughs> so, I already know what you wore because it's what you wore every single day to high school. <laughs> that okay, my first year, I did change as, <laughs> as the years went on. Okay, give me a give me a little credit. I didn't know but, that. You didn't know what? I didn't know you changed. Sorry. I really made a mark. <laughs> 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 you were the same album for a year. <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic. Anyway. Um, all this to say is like we're always socially trying to catch up. <laughs> yeah, with where still people are. are at. <laughs> Unless oh, we're like um. on a mission trip, then you're like, I got this. <laughs> got like, this. <laughs> this is my jam. Oh, you know we're what to sleep- do in another country? <laughs> we're sleeping on a bamboo floor, please. <laughs> we're showering in waterfalls. Got it. <laughs> Follow my lead, ladies. <laughs> no, like we don't technically fit into that culture either we're just good at like leading other people into that culture <laughs> like not fitting in either <laughs> oh man just trying to blend <laughs> Fine. i i will say uh. that it is interesting because when you do grow up as more of a minority you're constantly like how do i be respectful i want to fit in like you mm. know i i don't want to do anything disrespectful and you, you just constantly have that that on and so coming to America I definitely kept that lens on mm-hmm. and I do think it affected me like when I look back at my friendships in high school and whatnot is I was it wasn't so much that I needed to fit in and I needed to be cool like I needed to be like I can people liked me but I could not ever even pretend to be like a cool person. <laughs> like, we've all seen me on a dance floor. Like, I was out the window. Like, hello. I just want to have fun. But I do think I was like, 
genuinely trying to be culturally appropriate, but in yeah. doing that, I lost who I was and when and and a lot of the things that made me unique, like I wouldn't speak up about that because it was like you're trying to constantly blend in to mm. be respectful. Yeah. But then where where does that line cross when you're like, okay, but who am I and who has God made me? And mm-hmm. that, and I didn't, I did not have that revelation until I moved to Wisconsin and nobody here like talks to anybody. Everybody's like very cold <laughs> towards each other. And so I was like, all right, I'll just be cold to people. Like I won't talk to people because I'm trying to be like, cold I got this. Just yeah. Kidding. Right. Like I'll ignore you. You're, you're ignoring me. Great. And then after like a couple weeks here, I was like, I can't do this. Like I'm trying to learn the Wisconsin ways and I don't want to, to to be you know be this like way. I don't, I'm gonna so I'm gonna wave at you whether you wave back or not because that's it's a like Filipino a in me <laughs> they would wave that's the thing you gotta understand is Filipinos so are the friendly. friendliest people and they will talk to you and it doesn't matter like they'll be your best friend in like two seconds and so yeah like which is so cool and I wish I wish that we could have that in our yeah. culture much more I wish um Sheboygan could <laughs> <laughs> uh, my is pretty good I'm not gonna lie like, they're, they're pretty friendly here but all right well it's been we've been yeah, talking. we could we could go on and on about about this, but it's really fun to talk about it for us um, because we don't have it as part of our daily conversation every day. But but it's definitely affected who we are, and it's Shaped definitely something that we, we do. yeah, and we think about it every day as we've shared. So and we we share with you all because um, I don't know. We're just curious if this is an interesting topic. For you guys to listen to or not. So, um, one, let us know if you were like, oh, I actually liked hearing about that because I don't talk to a TCK all the time. Or that's a third culture kid. kid. <laughs> At heart. Um, or also just trying to bring awareness. Like, not that we did a great job of that, but um, our intention was to bring awareness of like if you are friends with um, a missionary family or um, know people who have grown up overseas or whatever, just being aware that, yeah, military, exactly. Like just being aware that like it affects their day to day and that might be helpful in future interactions with them and Mm -hmm. ways that you can connect with them. Yep. In the future. (laughs) So they can't see you do that, Annie. You know, I know. All right. Yeah. Sound like, like you're piecing out, like so. Um, <laughs> um, Annie hates the book Mission to Motherhood. I do. I love it. <laughs> That's because she's your friends. <laughs> yeah, we're friends. She's your so. friends. I don't. Um, okay, I don't hate it. I just anyway. I don't love it. So um, indifferent. <laughs> I'm still reading it. I don't know if Annie is, but. We are going to talk about it because I think it's going to be a great conversation about why Annie doesn't like it and the struggles she's having um, and why I like it. And so it'll be a fun combo when we do that one. But if you are reading the book, probably nobody is. But if you are, (laughs) we're going to have a conversation on it and we'd love your input. All right. Anything else you want to say, Anne? Diane? Nope. 
Nope. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> we and really want to hear your feedback. <laughs> yes. Please subscribe. Please share. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.